Welcome back to another episode of Roots to Rocket Science podcast. I am Natalie Novak sitting here today with the gorgeous Sarah Chatley. Sarah has devoted 20 years of her life honoring her craft as a holistic skincare therapist. Her gift is in working with underlying fascia and musculature of your skin to deliver true results. She has worked alongside dermatologists, plastic surgeons, and in world-class resort spas around the globe. Sarah is also a Reiki master, an integrative nutritional health coach with specialized training in muscular and fascia connectivities. Her dual background in Western and Eastern medicines allows her to provide a true holistic approach in caring for your skin. Sarah designs custom treatments for each client that will nourish and heal the skin while bringing relaxation to the body and spirit. Sarah considers her clients, friends, and teammates and sends each one of them home with tips and practices to continue the work you do together in the den. Welcome, Sarah. How are you doing? Great. Thanks, Natalie. I'm doing great. Awesome. So great to have you here. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. Likewise. And I'm so excited to introduce you to our tribe because you are such a plethora of knowledge when it comes to holistic healing and you know you're so into the body and how it works and I just feel like I really wanted to introduce you to our tribe because I wanted them to know who you are and what you're all about so let's let's talk about first what inspired you to start your business um good question my business organic skin has been open it'll be five years in February and I opened it uh, without my <laughs> premeditative. It was not premeditative, but <laughs> I was on maternity leave. And I, at one point, looked at my husband and was like, I think I want to be a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> He's like, well, I wish you could be. That's just not an option for us, though, right now. Mm. And so I'm like, fine. So I created a space where I could work. Um, take care of my clients and this newborn baby when the time came. So I had a good five, six months off with her. And then when that naturally felt right, she went to her little daycare and I came here to my um, little retreats of my office to, to work on my clients and just opened up my own practice so that I could have more say and power over my new knowledge that I wanted to attain or new modalities that I wanted to do as well as make my own schedule and work with whatever products I wanted to. Excellent. That is fantastic. And what a great way to be able to do that. I I love that you just, you know, you were thinking outside the box basically because, you know, you have this newborn to care for, but you still have your own identity as a woman and you know you love to give and I consider you a healer because you are so talented and so amazing at what you do and I love to hear from your clients because they always say you know that you are just the most amazing therapist that they've ever been to and that says a lot about you and all your talents. Yeah that means a lot because that's I think no matter what um trade or profession we've seen especially these days whether you're a cop or a lawyer or a doctor you have to have passion you have to care about what you do and i do care for all my clients and there that just comes out 
and shows and that's what they feel when they say I'm such a good therapist. It's because I care for them and love what I do and love them. For sure. And that difference between a great therapist and a mediocre one. Absolutely. hundred percent. So how do you now juggle your time as being a busy mom, a wife and a business owner? Where do you find the balance? Well, it's not an option. Mm-hmm. You have to. And so I work um, four days a week, Tuesday through Friday, and I'll work one Sunday a month. And that's my sacrificial you know, day of my weekend away from my family. But I'll do it to take care of my people that need Sundays or weekends. But mm-hmm. I have to draw the line in the sand. I can't do it every Sunday or every weekend because then I don't feel... I'm not skipping into work. I'm like, man, like I could be on a Sunday high Greta football game. So mm-hmm. it's all through trial and tribulations and listening to that inner voice too. Like if, if I get to create my own hours of operation, then create your own hours of operation that you want to do. <laughs> like right. do you do eight days a week. And if, if you open eight days a week, I tell you what people would sign up they'll take whatever you give. So you have to find that boundary so that I do have time to give to my family and not be drained, but then also have time for myself to go to yoga, go, you know, go and do whatever I do for myself. Right. Because is going to do it. And so it's really being determined and it's not optional. Well, I love that you've kind of, you know, you've taken charge of that because I think a lot of women, especially in business, they don't necessarily have any balance and they don't set boundaries and therefore they're unhappy, they're overworked, they're tired and dragging all the time. And you're always so cheery and happy and you figured it out. You know, you really have found the balance. So kudos to you because that is not an easy thing to do at all. Yeah. And it's like, whatever works for me is not going to work for you or someone else. And so that's just works for me. And for now, like it will change. And when I listen to that inner voice or whatever aggravations come up to where I'm not being my best, Mm -hmm. then I adapt or change or edit. But I still, um, I try to preach that too to my clients to not have that feeling or emotion of guilt because that's the first thing that has to go. Like that is a great point. And that's so true. And I feel like so many of us do have that guilt or that, that self thought or that voice saying, Hey, I should have done this. I should have done that. And that doesn't accomplish anything. In fact, it sets us further away from where we really need to be. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So do you have a morning routine or an evening routine that you kind of do on a daily basis? I do. uh, In the mornings, I'll get up before the rest of the house um, and I'll go to yoga to one of the studios. If I don't go to the studio, then I'll do some some kind of exercise routine at my house, whether it's weights or walk the dog, like some kind of me time, meditate. And then the house wakes up and then I, I feel I'm such, you know, I can totally make you breakfast. You want pancakes? You know, like I, I can cater to you now. Um, and definitely every night I for sure take a bath to wash the day's stresses in a physical manner, but also in a other, um, 
emotional, spiritual, it has to just to literally and figuratively wash the day away from anything you've been bombarded with. You know, a lot of people come here to my place and unload all of their stresses onto me. Well, the last thing I want is for that to be between the sheets of myself and my husband. For sure. That's a really good point. As a therapist, you do have to think about taking care of yourself because you do hear a lot of, you know, um, all kinds of negativity perhaps, or just things that are stressing other people out. And you're right. You don't need to take that in. You've got to almost put like that invisible shield around you as you're listening to them so that you're not taking that in and it's reflecting on your own energy. Yeah. And sometimes that's not easy, especially when you're doing it all day. Mm -hmm. Like what was it? Friday. It was Halloween, right? Full moon. It was Halloween. It was like big trifecta day, right? Yeah. And literally every single client that came in, it was, they were, you know, a little, little wired up. And because of long-term practice at this, I didn't take any of that on and I could really process it. When I finally got home, we like, wow, like Mm -hmm. that was a lot, but thank God I didn't let that permeate into me and as well as being able to help walk them off the ledge too, so to speak. So it was a really productive day. And I like having those moments that that's what I do in the bath is kind of like process that whole day because you don't have time to, when you're in the moment, like after you, it's Sally Sue. And after Sally Sue, it's Betty Lou. You're like in between clients, you don't have time to really process what just happened. For sure. You don't. But you need to. You do. And you need that space, like that time to meditate so that you can get your energy back in that grounding. It makes yeah. a difference in the world for sure. So what do you find most rewarding about your business? Most rewarding about my business, I guess would be, I'm just, it's really made me live in a place saturated with gratitude. Like I just love every single one of my clients because it's a private practice. I, people that come to me is literally by law of attraction. I've not had any single client that I've been like, dang, like I gotta work on Natalie today. Like we're all mm-hmm. like-minded people and um, it doesn't matter any of your backgrounds, but when we're in the den together, I do my job and help people relieve their stress and they feel better and obviously look better. And I've done my job and my job to me seems like a living meditation. Like all day I'm on point. I'm really giving a lot of energy. I'm focused. You're asleep. Like I'm doing my craft for sometimes two hours on one person. Wow. And so that's really meditative to me, which is at the end of the day, it's a really great day, but that takes a lot of energy. For sure. And so if it weren't for, if I was still at these big resorts or at a doctor's office or these places that I'm not aligned with today where I'm currently at, I don't think I'd have that same um, gratuitous outlook perhaps only maybe on the paycheck, but not on the emotional, you know, standpoint. And that is so important from the emotional perspective, because then, you know, if you've had a great day and you've taken care of yourself, you've taken care of your clients, then you can go home and you can feel good about doing what you need to do at home to be a good mom, to listen to, you know, your daughter, Parker, who's absolutely darling and a bundle of energy. I just love her. She's the cutest. 
you know, and, and then to your husband as well. So I think that's really important. You're doing all the right things. It's very impressive and it's so hard to do. It, you yeah. know, I feel like it's harder for a woman because I feel like we have to wear more hats sometimes. And I feel like it's just that nurturing, that nature that we have as women to, to be able to do more for others than we do for ourselves. And we don't just have like a single focus. Like we just don't have to go to work. I mean, I, I'm not saying that men don't do a lot as well. I just feel like it seems like being a woman, you know, entrepreneur, there's a lot more pressures on you. Yeah. Well, that we put on ourselves too. Exactly. Or higher. Um, which I, you know, women, I feel naturally are octopus. <laughs> like yeah, uh, one hand over here and one over there. And that's just by nature. We do do that. But mm-hmm. if anything we can learn and adapt is to for sure take care of herself or everything that you're giving out is almost um, empty handed. Like it's aggravating you that you're even doing it or it's putting you out, but here, here's your dinner. Like that was yeah. now. Thanks. Like I could have maybe had higher vibration food from McDonald's, <laughs> you know, like if you're going to give it to me with angst, like never mind. Yeah. you know, so um, there really is no reason for the, for us to not put ourselves first mm-hmm. and where that went missing along the way as we were growing up. I don't know. Um, yeah. But you are true where we put so much pressure on ourselves and that pressure gets mitigated to like everyone else. And then you get stuck in behind, but really the only person we have to blame is ourselves. hundred percent. You're absolutely right. And it gets old, I'm sure, for people to hear, like, the whole analogy of on the airplane, put your oxygen mask on first, but it's so true. Like, you're, I get to come home from a productive day that wasn't long and drawn out and still have energy to play and contribute and dote on and, and handle any problems that may arise within the home. Like, I can do that because I've it's all about prioritizing. Yeah. Exactly. And I do, I put myself first because you don't want me, you don't want to see me if I put myself last. Right. What good are you to anybody? If that happens? Yeah. yeah. Are for sure. No, that's really good. So tell me about your holistic practices and how that gets incorporated to your facial work or and body as well. Yeah. I mean, Say people come in and we've just, it's been stressful times clearly. So they're super stressed and they have a goal of wanting to look a certain way or age, you know, gracefully a certain way. Well, that's great. There's only so much that I can do superficially. So how can I handle your stress load? Let's discuss how are you, what's your habits? Because the last cherry on top is going to be what you're doing superficially and the first thing I tell my clients too whether it's acne or aging they've tried every line is you have to apply with love like because in the end it's all intention based what I do is intention based but that's what you need to do for yourself so if you're putting on your cleansing oil and you're like god you stupid zits like well you just talked to (laughs) you just fed that negative energy to the skin to the product that's definitely a higher vibe than what you just Mm -hmm. gave it so i really try to incorporate the energy aspects of it too because it should be 
a routine that you look forward to, not that it is another chore. Yes. Excellent point. And so when people can kind of hone in on how do you feel when you're even looking in the mirror, Mm. let's start there because that's going to lead you to maybe a Reiki session and not a facial with me. (laughs) Exactly. And let's talk about Reiki for a minute to some of our listeners that may not be familiar with the term. I mean, what what made you decide to become a Reiki master? Uh, Well, I knew pretty early on just being in the spa industry that it was more mind, body, spirit. Mm -hmm. And so where does that come from? How do you help incorporate that into, especially facials? Well, (laughs) there's a lot of stress that we carry from the neck up, you know, the world's sitting on our shoulders, right? So no matter what treatment you're getting from me, Reiki's just automatically included. It's just embedded in there um, to help product drive deeper and help the body relax. But I just started on, it was kind of around the same time I did Reiki in my yoga training was to help work with the um, energetic body than this, just the physical body. So, so basically, so talk about what Reiki is then. So, Well, Reiki is a form of energy. So, and to keep it simple, I, it's love. It's literally, I'm a conductor from a higher source, whatever name you want to call that God or aliens or spirits, (laughs) whatever, choose your, your name for that. But I'm a conductor and I'm literally pulling in love from this higher force and it to you exactly it's and you know that's such an important part I feel like a lot of estheticians um, they miss that when they're practicing because that's a huge part of giving a really good facial it's that that connectivity like that polarity that you receive and give you know to your client I mean that's everything there's so much it, it creates a more memorable memorable experience when you're getting a facial Yes, because they feel it. They like you may not have ever heard what Reiki is, right. but when you receive something, you know something happened exactly. in an amazing sense. Yeah, like you're relaxed as well as energized, or you just feel balanced, and you're better. You're just more on point, more aligned, and that's because you're aligning with the higher source. But it's so true, and it's so needed um, for everybody at every age and every stage, really. And more so now, I think, than ever, because honestly, there are so many negative things in our world that I feel like at the end of the day, we've got to find that time and space for ourselves. Like this whole self-care movement is really important because coming to you on a weekly basis or maybe every few weeks or a monthly, I guess, however often you can afford it. I know some of your clients probably come every week because they know that they need it and they have high power jobs and they need that time to sort of de-stress. Yeah. And for them, it's a, it's dual action. They get to relax, but they have high standards, high expectations. And so they are the ones that are making time for themselves to look their, the part of their goal Mm -hmm. as well as get their downtime in. No, I know. It's so true. We all need to recharge. We have to recharge our batteries. There's just no way 
around it. Yeah, because even if it's not getting a treatment, mm -hmm. like just don't even meditate. Go lay down somewhere in your car on your lunch break, not in the bright light cafeteria, but just stillness. Because <laughs> the only time nowadays we have stillness is when our head's on the pillow and you're unconscious. <laughs> right, and that's not the same. It really no. I know, and we do need to think about that more often. It is. Yeah, it's so important. It is. There's so much whirring, not worrying, but a whirring, like a noise, a vibrational like whir that's mm -hmm. going on in your body, in your head, because you are a vibrational being. So that whirring is going on because there's a lot going on in our atmosphere, right? Especially now. Yes negative, positive, but there's clearly a lot of static going on. So if you yeah. set still, like you would almost feel that vibratory whir within your vessel and just feel it, sit with it, and eventually it'll just dissipate and go away. Absolutely. You know, and going back to meditation, there was this documentary Ron was watching the other day and they were talking about, I think it might even be on Netflix. Um, he basically, there's a doctor that puts this guy through an eight week process where he checks all of his brain waves and, you know, his blood levels and he looks at everything, EKGs and all these different tests. But it's really interesting. This guy suffers a lot of depression and anxiety and, you know, he doesn't want to take all this medication because that was making him feel really horrible. And so after doing this study and he started meditating, his numbers went through the roof. He felt so much better. He was no longer anxious. He was no longer um, feeling depressed. And it actually worked the same, if not better, than him taking some medication for this type of thing. So it was really impressive. So it's Yeah, I believe it. You give your body a chance to be a human body, like it will heal itself. That's the thing. We often forget our body is designed to heal itself. Yeah. I mean, that's how it's perfectly choreographed to do that. But you have to have the allowance for that choreography to take place. So true. So with that in mind, so that people, when they're seeking you out and the brands that you work with, um, I know that you are really focused on brands that you can trust. So how do you choose the brands and the companies that you work with? Well, I do in my spare time which is not a lot, yeah. but I am a researcher. Um, but for, in the end, with all your research that you do, if I found like the greatest thing handmade by God himself, and if his people, I don't have a rapport with who's trying his salespeople, then I'm out mm. because there has to be a human rapport with these people. And that's where it starts. So whatever's going on in the labs or what have you, that's fantastic. But I need to have a rapport with the people behind the product. Yeah. And when you find these products, as you know, of course, there's so many out there that are mass produced and the, yeah. and, and we're going to go back to intention based because even literally on my website, it says it's an intentious intention based skincare spa. Like that's what I do. It's intention based using high vibe, products yeah, and that's so good and it's so hard to find a place like that well yeah i mean that's what i cater to myself like that's what i want yes exactly I want great intentions and high vibe products to mm -hmm. produce awesome results yes because when i meet with the people behind the products and you naturally click 
and you know their intentions behind their product is to literally solve problems, prove results, clinical results, and you mesh with them, then you're only going to be successful together because I'm not successful without you, but you're not successful without me. And so there's this unspoken relationship that's already started unbeknownst that's unspoken like you don't even know that it's there but you're helping each other out and so if there's no connectivity on that level yeah. then forget it totally a lot of companies main intention is just money like the money comes as a side benefit mm. when the intentions in place right <laughs> the intentions to help people with no matter their their skin goals what they are and here's an awesome product that you can use no matter what stage you are in your life or your sensitivities. And I can confidently sell it to you or use it on you. And that's what makes you so specialized and separates you from the rest. I mean, you're like this, you know, this, I don't even want to say diamond in the rough. There's this niche, you know, like you don't do advertising. You don't have to do advertising. People find you through word of mouth. And when they find you, boy, are they excited because it's like, wow, have they hit the gold? You know, they feel like they've hit a gold mine because you are a, a plethora of knowledge. You're so educational. You are helping people with horrible skin issues or you know, problems that they've had maybe with their back or whatever. And you do it all through these beautiful holistic modalities and people really appreciate it. And they walk away so grateful because I was, I had the opportunity to work with you in Nashville and, you know, to meet some of your clients and they were all so grateful and were so enamored with you and just loved you so much. And it was really neat for us to experience that as well, to see, you know, things on the other side, but you're doing all the right things, Sarah. It's pretty amazing. Very well, thank impressive. you. Yeah, well, it feels good. You know, when you can go to work and you look forward to it, I mean, what better place to be, you know? I know. And it, again, it's all about finding that balance. I mean, you know, yeah. your work life, you know, your family life. I mean, everything you've got going on. And that's why you're always so happy and so much yeah. fun to be My around. Goal, yeah, is is to be happy, which sounds so simple, but it's not because everyone's version of happiness is different. It is. It's all about perspective. Yeah. But you know, I was always that kid too. Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like, I don't know. I just want to have fun. Like I literally just want to have fun with my life. Mm-hmm. And now being a business owner, um, now I'll turn, you know, just turned 40 this year. Did you so yeah, so now you feel like the accomplishments have come mm-hmm. and you're connecting all your previous little seeds that you planted to get here, good, bad, and different. Yeah, now you get to kind of sit back, relax, and enjoy harvest. Exactly. Not saying that it's not hard work, but no. you know, it it does it feels good when you you know, really follow your dreams and you continue living your passion every day. I love it. And that's exactly, you know, what we need to do to be our best selves. And it's really important as a woman entrepreneur to live life with passion and surrounded by love. So kudos to you, Sarah. It was so great having you here today. For having me. This was so fun. I love it. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Roots to Rocket Science podcast, beauty, health, and everything else. If you're a fan of the show, we'd love it if you gave us a follow on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And if you're feeling extra ambitious, show us some love on Instagram. As always, thank you again for choosing to listen to our podcast, and we hope you'll tune in next week for another exciting episode.